Ladies and gentlemen of the radio waves, a miracle of biblical proportions has happened. Now it's not a parting of the sea. It's not turning water into wine. It's not raising the dead. It's Hills FM have allowed us a second show. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. High five! Yeah! <laughs> Suckers. Operation! Operation! Operation Bedlam! Welcome to the show, everyone. It's time for Operation Bedlam! After last week's Crown Jewel heist, the British government has been in a bit of a panic. The Prime Minister, along with admirals, generals and secret servicemen, have gathered in the war room at 46 Pennington Way, Digby, which is not to be read out on air. Oh. <clears throat> the Prime Minister, along with admirals, generals and secret servicemen, have gathered in the war room at a top secret location. I say, I say, as Secretary of Defence, I have put together a plan of action which I firmly believe should be taken on in regards to the Crown Jewel heist. What action? I resign. Gentlemen, as your Deputy Prime Minister, I can safely say we're in a crisis. With the crown jewels in the wrong hand, we're looking at a national embarrassment worse than Katie Hopkins. Oh, God. If unresolved, we're looking at a massive collapse in the country's morale. We must act now. Alas, poor Yorick. I knew him well. You're fired. Get out. Oh, fair enough. I would like to hear from the Prime Minister. Prime Minister? Prime Minister? Hello? Yes? Hello for me? The General would like your opinion on the heist. Whoever took the jewels is a naughty, naughty boy! Bravo! Excellently, Pops up! Yes! What I think the Prime Minister is trying to say is, we need to have every available source at hand. Quite right! Major! Now I can get a tomato, mustard, barbecue, hot chili, fruity. No, no, no. I mean, we need the full backing of the British military. As treasurer, I feel I must warn you that such military action will cost a lot. Good heavens! Prime Minister, where will we get such funds? Not for me! What the Prime Minister is saying is we'll increase the taxes. Good plan! Major, order ten taxes immediately. No, no, no. I mean we need to raise taxes the people pay to fund the operation. Sir, I call on line one. Tell her I didn't know it was a man. No, sir. It's from someone claiming to have the crown jewels. A stunned murmur echoed around the war room. The evil Baron von Whitaker was on the line. Hello there. My name is Baron von Whitaker, yeah? You may remember me from episode one. Oh. Okay, normally I say go back and listen to facebook.com forward slash Operation Bedlam, but for the benefit of the time, allow me to introduce myself. Go on. Uh, who do I speak to? This is the uh, Deputy Prime Minister. Ah, well, hello, Deputy Prime Minister. I am the most evil supervillain the world has ever known, yeah? My name is Baron von Whittaker. I have the crown jewels. I will become the most powerful man in all of British. I think you'll find Britain. Silence, you furious swinehunt! Nobody quit the Baron von Whittaker! Nobody! Now listen carefully, yeah? I have the crown jewels, and for them to be returned to your safe and sound, you have to pay a sum of ten billion pounds. And if we refuse? Then, my fine friend, you are looking... Excuse me. Drafty! Drafty! Can you not smell that this host is burning? Yes, master. Sorry, master. 
Put down that jewel and go and search it out before the whole place burns down. You daft pants attack him. Yes, master. Sorry, master. Safety, Tusty. You're like a magpoo with shiny things. Now, where was I? Give me the line again. And if we refuse? Then you're an incredible fool, yeah? I will take in the crown jewel, and I'll have Tusty perform the coronation on me. Then I will become the most powerful man in all the Englander. <laughs> now, you have one week. That's six days. Seven days. Silence! I told you once, I should not tell you again, and nobody can bound bond with it. Seven days to pay me a random of ten billion pounds. Why the sum into my PayPal account, yeah? Seven days, gentlemen. And by the way, I have reversed the charges. <laughs> what do we do, gentlemen? Hello? <laughs> We're dealing with a real mad villain here. With your permission, Prime Minister, I'd like to make a suggestion. Vote for me! Yes, I will do. Gentlemen, we have very little information on this Baron Von Whitaker, and in times like this, I feel there's only one thing we can do. We need to enforce MI6 to take control. With that order, the war room doors flung open, smoke gathered, lights beamed, mouths were agape as there stood the new head of MI6. Who the blazes are you? Oh, Captain Flange be I, Captain Flange I be, I've gone and got a wooden leg, sailing the seven seas, ah. How dramatic. Ah, so you be after someone that finds the crown jewels, eh? Yes, yes. Well, look nee further, I've got me a crew of agents who will find your jewels nee problem. Ah, oh, fantastic. Ah, but they're all on leave, so I've got to send someone else. Oh, who do you have in mind? Hello? That's right, listeners. It's our hero, Herbert Charlie. Back at the headquarters of MI6, Herbert Charlie enters Captain Flange's office where the Prime Minister and Deputy Prime Minister also wait. Arg. Arg. Arg, Herbert Charlie. Just the very lad. Captain Flange, what are you doing here? Arg, I was promoted to be the head of MI6, lad. It was due to my experience in the Navy while led an armada to capture or kill the dreaded Bluebeard. No, it was because you're cheap. Mr. Charlie, I'm the Deputy Prime Minister. Now, you may think it's strange our government has called on you at this hour of need. Yes, sir, very strange. Well, stranger things have happened, like him winning the election. Oh, vote for me! Yes, yes, yes. But you've been chosen because our government feels sorry for what happened to you in episode one. We're very sorry that you were wrongly arrested for this crime and would very much like to give the opportunity to you to become a national hero. Oh, that's nice of you, Deputy Prime Minister. Ah, oh, and because you got no one else. Shush. Shush. But I want you to know the recapture of the Crown Jewels is vital to this country, and Her Majesty's government are behind every step of the way. Now, please sign this agreement to say you have nothing to do with us. Now then. The man responsible is this man, Boron. <laughs> now then, the man responsible is this man, Baron Von Whitaker. A man so evil at an ATM, an old lady asked him to check her bones. So he pushed her over. That is evil. Quite. Now, I'm not being condescending, and that means talking down to people. I trust that you're well aware of the risk factor. Is that the one where people think in front of the judges? I'm not even going to acknowledge that. Hermit, I got me boxing who claims the Baron is in the Far East. In a land known as Tibet. That's where I'll be sending ye. Oh, I like Tibet. 
Okay, I'll give you two to one. You're going to die. Nay, and you won't be needing them either. I didn't have any gadgets when I took the Isle of Condo. That's where I lost me leg. I caught a spear in the right knee, but it was near baller as a shark was chewing off me other leg. Yes, thank you, Captain. But Mr. Charlie, the Prime Minister would like to say a few words of good luck. Prime Minister? Put that down, sir. Wish Herbert Charlie good luck. Herbert Charlie, myself and the Cabinet would like to offer you a hand if good luck. Very good, Prime Minister. And vote for me. Good luck, Mr. Charlie, and Godspeed. Ah, go get him, lad. Yes, sir. And so our hero, Herbert Charlie, nervously boarded a plane heading for Tibet. Ladies and gentlemen, if I could just have your attention for one moment in the case of an emergency. Emergency? We're all going to die! <laughs> In case of an emergency, your nearest exits are here, here, and here. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. I'd like to wish you all a safe and pleasant flight. And away we go. Now, how do I work this thing? The intercom is still on, sir. Bother! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that concludes Act One. Operation, operation, operation Bedlam. Welcome to the show, everyone. It's time for Operation Bedlam. And once again, for your halftime entertainment, the man who chooses to remain dwarf because of his fear of heights. Kasum Din. Charlie arrived in Tibet. There he was greeted by a man at the airport. Excuse me, sir. May I borrow a match? Sorry, I don't smoke. No, sir. Can I borrow a match? Wink, wink. Wink, wink? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not that way. Think carefully now. You don't have a match? No. Is there anything else I could light with? 
A torch? Something flammable, like a lighter. Oh no, security took that off me at Heathrow. God help us all. You've forgotten the code, haven't you, Mr. Charlie? I'm here from Station X to collect you from the airport and take you to the hotel. Oh, I see. Herbert Charlie got into the man's vehicle. Little did he know that Baron Von Whitaker's trusty sidekick, Trusty, was watching his every move and went back to report. Master, the British agent has arrived. Ah, very good, Trusty. Your plan is working perfectly. Now, there's only a few days to go and the British would have to pay my random. Yes, Master. However, with an agent in our midst, we must tread carefully, yeah? These men are not fools. This one looked that way, Master. <laughs> you fool, Trusty. He's working undercover, yeah? He's trying to make you think he's a fool. Hmm, a cunning Roy. Ploy. Trusty, come here. No. Just there. No. Left a bit. No. No many quick bomb, bomb it I taught you my snake in the glass. <laughs> Now, I do not like the fact that the British has sent an agent. Hmm, I think it would be for the best if some harm came to him, and the British agent got... Blossom! Why does the phone always ring when I'm in the middle of telling the audience my master plan? Yavol! Hello, is that Baron Von Whitaker? It is, yes. My name's Peter. How are you today? Well, very kind of you to ask me, I'm very well, thank you. Good, good. The reason for my call today is that you have an injury claim worth over... Damn it, Peter, you swine hunt! <laughs> Nobody calls Baron Von Whitaker! I do the cunning around here! Now then, Trusty? Yes, Master. Inform them free to deal with his British agent. Yes, right away, Master. With him gone, nothing shall stop me. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, very good, Trusty. You remembered this week, eh? <laughs> Back at the hotel, Herbert Charlie got a knock on the door from the beautiful Anaconda. Well, hello, Agent Charlie. Mm? I'm Agent Condor. May I come in? Y um, y yes. Agent Charlie, MI6 told me they'd be sending a man to save the world from the evil Baron Von Whitaker. Little did I know they'd send such a man. <laughs> Please, Anaconda. You have to concentrate on the crown jewels. I thought you'd never ask. Oh, not those crown jewels. These crown jewels. So, um, we should get to know each other. Have you been an agent long? Yes, I have. Like my father was before he died. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't be. It was the drink that killed him. Ran over by a beer lorry. If Carlsberg did demises... So have you lived in Tibet long? Yes. When father died, mother moves us out here to begin a fresh life. Oh, that's nice. How is your mother? She died. Oh. Drove her car head on into a tree whilst they a slim fast shake. Oh, how awful. It was a crash diet. <coughs> <coughs> so did you have any lead where we can find this Baron Von Whitaker? Well, I've been undercover. I've been asking my contacts in the street and even tried phone hacking. And? In the end, I gathered he's in a big castle on the top of the hill. There, that one with the big giant flag of the Baron's face. Oh, yeah. If we leave now, we'll arrive by nightfall. And so Anaconda took our hero over Charlie to the castle, where they sneakily waited until dark before breaking in. Okay, there's an open window over there. I'll go first. This place reminds me of where I first met my grandfather. Your grandfather? Yes. He died. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. 
I was with him when it happened. He had a terrible stroke and died. I haven't played golf since. Ah, but promise me, whatever happens, you'll never let us play that awful game. I couldn't bear it if something happened to you. Not after all we've been through. You're bound to climb for a window. It matters not. It might seem sudden. It might seem crazy, but... But I think I love you. Oh, my. Hold it right there. Oh, no, boys and girls. Our hero has been captured. Tied and bound, Herbert Charlie and Anaconda were taken before Baron Von Redeker. Ah, so you'll be the British agent that sent to recapture the Camp Jordan, hey? What is your name? I'm not saying. Ah, defiant, hey? Well, we have ways to make your talk here, you know. What ways? Please talk. Okay, okay, I'll give in. Herbert Charlie. See, I told you he's a full master. Silence! <laughs> I suppose you're wondering how I knew you'd be coming, yeah? Well, it's perfectly simple, you know. Did you not think to check Miss Anaconda? Herbert I'm sorry, Herbert, but I can't risk ending up like my grandma. The money the Baron's giving me will assure that I don't. What happened to you? She died, didn't she? Yes. How? (laughs) (laughs) Like that. But I'm afraid, Miss Conda, that I am the most evil villain in the world, and you have no longer use to me. Miss Conda! You see, Mr. Charlie? I kill whom and when I please. I'm very evil, yeah? <laughs> I'm still alive! Now, he's crowned you. Uh, actually, I think I may pull through. Violent, you fail, goose up Now then, he's crowned Jules, you see, here belong to me. Your city government had the opportunity to pay my ransom, but instead chose to send a fool like you. So I am a man of my word, yeah? Firstly! Yes, master. Prepare the coronation suit. Or I just can't wait to be king. Or I just can't wait to be the king. You'll never be king of Britain. Silence you! You will watch the coronation, and then you will join this country in the death, yeah? Okay, I'm ready, Trusty. Yes, Master. Long live the... Trusty, what are you doing? You're meant to sing the national anthem when you put the crown on my head. Sorry, Master. All rise. God save our gracious King. Long live our noble King. God save our King. Suddenly, out of nowhere, a man smashed through the window and knocked the crowd clearly out of Trusty's hand. Blasting! Who are you, you damn swine? My name is Nigel. Nigel. And I live in a car. Nigel, you've come to rescue me. That's right, Herbert. I've been sent by Mrs. Coffelot. She wants you to return home. Something about cutting her lawn. No, listeners, that's not an innuendo. Quick, Nigel, cut me free! Well, I wasn't going to charge you. And at that pun, Nigel cut Herbert Charlie free and a fistfight broke out that was so violent it is not suitable for a family audience. You will have to wait until Operation Bedlam Live and Dangerous to experience that. Nevertheless, Nigel and Herbert Charlie overpowered the Baron and took control of the Crown Jewels. 
Quick, master, into the escape pod. You haven't heard the last of me, Abatali. I shall find you no matter what I do and have my revenge. <laughs> Trusty, that was your cue to shoot the escape pod up into the sky, yeah? Sorry, master. After five, eins, bye, drei, vier, and five. <laughs> and so our hero had done it. With the help of his best friend Nigel, he had defeated the evil Baron Von Whitaker and regained the crown jewels. He returned to a hero's welcome from the Prime Minister and Captain Flange, but not quite the welcome he wanted from Mrs. Covelart. <coughs> Rabbit Charlie, how dare you go in? <coughs> how could you be lord? Get to it right away or they'll be going to pay! <coughs> yes, Mrs. Coppelot. Operation, Operation, Operation Bedlam. Welcome to the show, everyone. It's time for Operation Bedlam. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That's all we have time for this week. You may have been entertained by Jim Beekman, Hello. Mark Graham, <laughs> Andrew Simpson, and me, Carson Dean. Hello. Join us on Facebook.com forward slash Operation Bedlam and on Twitter at Operation Bedlam for all your Bedlam nonsense and repeats of the show. Till next week, Wim Wackers. Thank <laughs> you.